cracked open the can of worms when I spoke about plant medicine and my journey, and this is where my story begins last week. So to um, hop back onto that train, I will start with where I started. DMT, 5-MeO-DMT is, uh, they call it the spirit molecule. So it's basically like what your brain secretes before you die. So you smoke it and you die. And that sounds intense and it is pretty intense, but it also like, it left me with, um, with a feeling. And that feeling was a little bit more clarity, but on a very surface level. So basically, um, and I'm gonna preface this by saying, uh, little opinion on the use of drugs recreational drugs for me it's never been something i've been drawn to because um i find that drugs i was reading a story last night about um somebody and their recent tragic loss and that they really got into heavy drug use to disassociate which to me the use of drugs is to disassociate when i have a martini like i'm disassociating alcohol is a drug but beyond alcohol i've never been into drugs i haven't tried most if if not all of them except smoke some weed but um, the purpose of plant medicine for me was to reassociate because I felt disassociated for so long from my body, from my life in a lot of ways. So all about reconnection. So this is where my story begins. Interestingly enough, somebody had mentioned DMT to me about two years ago, less than a year and a half ago. And I uh, was at dinner with a super fucking hot chef. He and I had uh, spoken for work probably like eight years ago, never socialized. He reached out to me on Instagram. He doesn't live in this country and said, hey, I'm in town. I love your inspo on IG. I have this reservation at Adamix on Saturday. Are you free? And I was like... (laughs) Dude, I've been working my ass off at Box and Flow for two years. I eat eggs and avocado and sardines and drink beer. Like, you want to take me to a 12-course omakase Korean place? Fuck yeah. I I showered. I got pretty. I I was down. And, and we got there and... um. It was probably the best meal of my life. Like first course with chunks of bluefin tuna with caviar and edamame. Like every single thing I ate was divine. And we had wine and like super intense talk. And we were at this omakase counter and then like at some point sucking face, like surrounded by (laughs) random old couples. And I don't know if that would gross me out if I were them or like be like right on, dude, you're just feeling it. So having this wonderful dinner, talking about spirituality. And at that point I was like all about, you know, everything you need is inside and teaching my mantra and pretty connected, but like so disconnected. Um, Didn't know what I know now. And he mentioned this toad molecule. And I looked at him like, okay, dude, you're cool, but you're crazy. Basically that this specific toad, it secretes uh, this venom and then it's crystallized and then you smoke it. So I heard him and that was cool, but like, I didn't really hear him. We made out, drank Amaro and parted ways Um, quite, uh, it was a a very um, safe rendezvous. So, but like the best meal I've ever had. Anyways, 
fast forward to September 3rd, 2020, just a couple months ago, and I was getting a colonic. And my colonic therapist, she's like pretty woke and super into plant medicine and and a lot of noise around the space lately, whether it's like MAPS and MDMA for PTSD or psilocybin and legalized in Oregon. But a lot of people in my sphere in this wellness world talk about plant medicine. I've never been that interested in it, except like think like, cool, let's go to rainforest and like do ayahuasca and puke our brains out, but not really. So Cassie mentioned DMT as she's giving me a clonic. I'm all about clearing out stuck energy and spaces and not wanting to feel stuck in my life and really focus on being purpose-driven. And she mentioned it and I was like, okay, DMT. And I made that connection. I heard of that two and a half, two years ago. Tell me more. And she said, uh, yeah, I'll give you guys a number if you're really interested. Like I, I, I would only speak to it about it to someone who I think would um, receive it. Uh, and I received it. I texted the guy that night. Um, she had said, you know, he's never in town, but try. So I did. And he texted me back right away. Crazy timing. I'm just getting back from like the last eight months in New Mexico for quarantine. And I was like, okay, we're on. So we had a phone call a couple of days later to just talk about the process. And I'd done some due diligence, read a few articles, but I wasn't like super um, focused on learning. I just wanted to show up and, um, and experience. And with that, like, you know, I had heard Joe Rogan speak about it on his podcast and blows his mind and he sees aliens or Mike Tyson, you know, said it changed his life. And Tony Robbins uh, did it because he wanted to experience what his terminally ill patients experience. And the only way he found he could do that was through DMT because again, it's, it's what your brain secretes before you die. So after a conversation with this therapist, shaman, I show up on a Saturday midday. Um, but not before like telling two friends, like one, here's where I am. Here's the phone number. Here's what I'm doing. If you don't hear from me, um, you know, reach out. And the other, at the guy, at the time I was dating this guy and he's very into plant medicine. And I told him and he said, you know, I can't believe you're doing this. This is the scariest thing I've ever done. And I just set boundaries right there. I was like, dude, uh, don't talk me out of it. This is a decision that I want to make and that I'm making and, and, and this is what I'm doing. So apparently I didn't know this, but like to start on a plant medicine journey with DMT is to like start running, like by just jumping into a marathon, never having trained, like it's, it is that intense. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of like how I show up, like never taught a class, started box and flow, like ran a half marathon and on a whim. Um, if I prepare for something, then I overthink it. So I just showed up to smoke DMT and die on a Saturday in September. And uh, I arrived and it was like this really beautiful apartment with tapestries and sage. And um, a couple of days before this, I was like thinking about Joaquin Phoenix a lot. I think maybe like, I don't know why, but the name Joaquin was coming up for me. And I show up and the therapist, shaman, facilitator literally looked like Joaquin, like his doppelganger. And um, basically, you're supposed to come with an intention. You're not meant to eat before. You want to be clear. You want to, you know, have space. And um, they give you a prayer to read. And so I get there. I say hello. We talk for a second. I'm, I feel super comfortable. And in a lot of ways, like I had no fear. Like you know, I didn't show up holding on to fear. I thought you know, if 
I die, I die. And I know that is super dark and um, I'll own that. And at the same time, I was ready to almost be reborn. So I had two intentions, connect to my body and open my heart. And for so long, in so many ways, I felt like detached from my body. And I really was focusing on reconnecting to it and opening my heart to love and abundance and purpose. And, um, and that's just been what's been so important for me in these past few months more than ever. So I, I also went in some way like potentially looking for answers, but not to specific questions, just reconnect to my body, open my heart. So I sitting on my knees and I start reading this prayer and um, I just start hysterically crying like it was already starting to become me and then you know take a little pipe it's filled with these crystals and you the difference between this and ayahuasca or other plant journeys which is also why I was interested mostly it's because it's 20 minutes to an hour you don't go to a rainforest and like spend days throwing up or even like on these MDMA journeys or psilocybin trips for six hours, nothing like that. It's literally like you smoke it within three seconds, you pass out, you're down for like 20 minutes to an hour. And that's exactly what it was. So I read the prayer, hysterically crying, um, smoke it. I started coughing right away because, um, I'm not a smoker. So I start coughing and, um, and then I'll also with that say that I'm also not a recreational drug user. I've never done hard drugs. I've never done cocaine. I've never done, uh, ecstasy, any of these party drugs. Like I'm too, I'm too anxious for that shit <laughs> or too addictive. Like I like a martini, a glass of wine, a beer, um, things hit me pretty hard. So I don't fuck around with drugs, but I smoked DMT. And so I smoked it. I started coughing. I inhaled a little more and then poof, like literally fell back into a sea of pillows, closed my eyes and, uh, let it take me on a journey. And, um, when I was growing up, it's funny, I hated the ride at Disney World, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And now I wonder if there's a relation to the toad medicine and, and DMT to the ride. But this was wild. I saw colors and crystals and I heard noises. Like you're conscious, but like you're not conscious. And I found myself... Um, starting to like draw into memories and seeing like strong images of faces and like both forgiveness and grief like deep grief of deaths that I hadn't I hadn't fully grieved and relationships lost and um you know, the thoughts poured in and I thought about my family and I wanted to push it to take me in ways again, asking for answers, like, but it just took me from pain to love and it stayed on the surface. It didn't answer my questions. It just gave me, gave me some sort of solace and, and space to grieve, to forgive, and then to release. And so much of what DMT does is it drops your ego it eliminates the ego so any feeling of like unworthiness or needing to prove it was like it went up in smoke and it also clears out your chakras so while i was you know laying there grieving crying shaking sweating because the, the 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 energy is being released from your body i found myself in fetal position um 
you know, clutching and then back on my back, one hand on my heart, one hand on my solar plexus, right on my third chakra, right below my rib cage, above my belly, which is where I always place my hands. And that third chakra is the color yellow and it's confidence and self-worth and the warrior energy and, and like sunlight and power and and that's the color that I saw I saw like yellow egg yolks and memories of this yellow car and the sunshine and the yellow dress I wore the night that when my grandmother honey died and um memories flooding and light shining and to again reconnect me to my purpose and clutching this space of of confidence that has so often been filled with insecurity and I just, through all of it, like through the grief, through the tears, through the fear, I, I found love. And I wanted to say like, you know, why am I 34? Why am I still single? Like, where is my love? Where is my man? And um, it then showed me images of like a lot of men in my past who I didn't necessarily date, but who like scared me or hurt me. And, um, and that was really, really interesting, but also really... Um, it it wasn't enough for me to understand why I was seeing them. It left questions unanswered. And I sat and I grieved and I felt and I found. And then again, this question of love, like, and there was no room for question. There was just room to feel and to heal and to drop any worry or doubt of insecurity of not feeling good enough. Again, ego out. And interestingly enough, in in the whole experience that lasted for such a short amount of time, as I slowly came back to like wake up, I um I felt so much lighter. Like my face, my shoulders, my breath, there was clarity. But at the same time, there was both confusion and curiosity. Like what's under that surface? What's under that layer of the faces I saw, that the grief that I felt, the love that I long for, like what more? And so with that curiosity, as they say, when when you're ready, when the medicine calls you, you answer. And uh, a week later, I dove into something much deeper and uh, my answers started flooding out. So um, back to my message always, this idea of trust, everything you need is inside. Um, I trusted the medicine to show up for me and it did. And at the same time, I showed up for it. So it's not something you seek out. It's, it's not a drug. It's a medicine. It's not recreational. I'm so happy to open myself up to questions. Um, I would love to answer, but only from my experience, not recommending, just speaking from what I experienced. Uh, And this is where my journey begins. This is my story. Happy. Have a happy day. Have a wonderful day. Um, Everything you need is inside. As always, thanks for listening. If you're interested in this stuff, I loved Mike Tyson's podcast with Tony Robbins on his show, Hot Boxing. Joe Rogan talks about this all the time. Um, Do your research. And regardless, come back soon. Find me at liveyoung.co for more blog posts and inspo and recipes on Instagram at liveyoung. And I hope to see you soon.